Hi, everyone. This is the Student Hope Line. I'm Riley, and I'm here with Audra and Abby. Hello. Hey, guys. We are so excited that you have listened to this podcast. We are going to talk about our struggles as Christians, and we hope that we can help you guys out. This week, we are talking about temptations. So I know this is a very common talk that we've had among each other, um, because, wow, temptations are real, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm our expert this week, and I want to start off by just talking about our own journeys with temptation. I'll go first. So as humans, we are bound to struggle with temptations. It is one of the hardest things, I think, as a Christian is to not fall into temptations, uh, especially knowing what's right and what's wrong. Um, for me, I definitely don't think I really saw it as a temptation when they started, you know, it was kind of like, oh, that's what everyone's doing. My journey with temptation um, definitely started not knowing it was a temptation. I just saw it as something that we did as teenagers. And, and honestly, I don't think I really realized how much it was affecting me until it was like kind of, until I decided to cut it off. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense, but no, I agree. No, definitely. Like it was just like one day I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> well, like this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, like, yeah, everyone, like, not everyone, I won't say everyone, but a lot of people do this, but that doesn't mean it's okay for me to fall short and do it. Mm-hmm. Not but, saying it's not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think that, say that one thing that you hit on was a lot of people are doing it, and I think it's so easy. Just fall in temptation of anything through peer pressure. Like, oh, yeah. oh my friends are doing this, or, like, maybe one of your friends mm-hmm. talks about it, and then... Yeah. um the rest of you like try to do this thing um and I think that that's one of the hardest parts especially about being Christian because some people like talk about things online Mm -hmm. and things that they're doing you're like oh that looks kind of cool or fun or I want to try that out Mm -hmm. um and then you do yeah especially seeing it from other Christians that definitely Mm -hmm. gives like the false narrative that it's an okay thing to do or I think it's very easy to fall in the mindset of oh but we mess up don't we and then do that thing yeah and yeah. it's like and that's like kind of similar just being like oh god will forgive me forgive which you. is yeah. an awful thing to do i mean i kind of found myself falling into that where like um some people know this some people don't but my ex is not christian and then i wasn't bringing this up but i am now but um i'll probably talk about it in a future podcast but like it it was definitely something I was like, oh, it'll be fine. It's not going to be mm. long term. It's not a, that big a deal. And then it just like kind of expounded on itself with like temptation and sin and more mm-hmm. sin. And like I didn't realize how far I was from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yes. I, like I didn't even yes. realize how much anxiety it caused me until I was out of the relationship. Yeah. And thank goodness I, I had totally a moment with God where he was like, yo, <laughs> you should mm. stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that. It's so easy to even just think about temptation as like a drugs, alcohol, sex thing, but the devil tempts us to do all kinds of sins. And I think that that's even something to think about as we're talking about this in this Mm -hmm. podcast is like temptation can also be like, oh, I'm tempted to lie to my friend or Mm -hmm. lie to my parents or cheat on this test. Like, I think that's also, we can be tempted to do those things and Mm -hmm. it's not just like the stereotypical teenager temptations yeah it's not always the big ones it is but sometimes the little ones also i agree yep cut deep and like something that we um something we were talking about earlier about peer pressure like i was like growing up we're always told like oh people are gonna come up to you at a party and be like 
oh, you should you should have this a drink. And we're supposed to be like, oh, no, no. I don't drink. But, like, that's not how I've encountered peer pressure. Yeah, yeah like, not at all. It's not, pe- it's not even, like, you don't see it as peer pressure because people aren't coming even telling you, oh, you need to do this. Oh, you should try this. But you're just put in those situations where people are doing it. People are talking about it. And you don't look, and like, look like, stupid or, like, yeah. reserved. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they or just boring. make it sound like this, like, <laughs> yeah. amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Or I've even been in situations where they're like, oh, like, I've struggled with this, you know. But then it's just like, oh, like, they've struggled with this? Like, yeah, you know, like, why did they struggle with it? Like, you know, and then you're just curious and out of curiosity, <laughs> temptations. Maybe not you guys, I don't know. No, Me, I hear that. I get curious mm. and, yeah. I think that one thing, like, you were talking about growing up, like, we're always told it's going to be this one specific thing and we're always told, like, it's going to be that bad druggy kid and they're mm-hmm. going to come up to you and they're <laughs> yeah. going to try to sell drugs to you. But no, nobody says, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, like, your friends that are also christian and you all think that you're gonna go do this one thing and then everybody agrees and yeah. then you all go into that together and yeah. Yeah. i feel like it's never talked about when we're growing mm-hmm. up like it's gonna be it might even be like people that you look up to right. or like people that you thought wouldn't do that sort of thing yeah. and even though like from the outside they present themselves as like somebody that wouldn't do that and then you find out that they do. It's so easy to be like, oh, but they, they like seem like really great people and they're still doing this. So it's OK if I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like not growing up and knowing that that's like a different form of peer pressure. Like I feel like guilty of my own peer like peer pressuring to my friends in a way that yeah, I wasn't like, too. oh, they should start doing it. Like I like that's not what I wanted, but just because I. I had been talking about I had making it I was making it seem like it was okay because I honestly thought it was okay yeah. and then and that just led to um yeah I my friends making similar decisions yeah I've like, definitely done that too when temptation is always presented as like it's gonna come at you it's gonna look so bad it's gonna mm-hmm. look not not like you want this at all like that's how we're told when we're little but like in reality like temptations are like they look really good and mm-hmm. like you're like mm, I really want to do that like mm-hmm. really badly and even sometimes they look bad even when they do look bad they look <laughs> They look, they look like, like a gloss of like, mm, this could be fun. Yeah. yeah it's like mm. experience, life experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's even like one thing like, oh, but like all the adults I know have tried this at some point. So <laughs> why, why have I not? Like, yeah. or like, I'm not going to have the same life experiences or like, oh, but that person's so wise and I look up to them and mm-hmm. they learned all that through life experience. But in reality, we're just supposed to learn from their mistakes, <laughs> <laughs> which I think, yeah. I think. <laughs> One of, like, the greatest things, um, like, Kim Gossard, you guys know her, but, like, when she talks about her past, like, falling into temptations, and, like, she makes a clear statement, like, I don't want you guys to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I know, like, I know that it is so tempting that that God's going to forgive you anyways, which is true, but that doesn't mean... That we should do that. It that's right. your yeah, right of yeah. passage to do it because it's not. But like she like says like learn like I don't want you to go through the same mm-hmm. pain as me. Like I don't want you like it is such like I think we um, underappreciate like the value in purity and innocence. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like like not having those experiences, like not falling into those temptations, is so like like oh you're you're. Like, you don't know anything. Like Yeah, you're so innocent. Like, oh, I can't talk to you. Like, you're judging me. But it's right. like, we should, like, appreciate those people. Like, praise them. Because, I mean, while I'm not degrading anyone who has, because 
I'm guilty <laughs> of that as well. But like praising them so that they don't feel like they should fall into those temptations. Yes. It's such like an important thing. And I think that sometimes when those people receive that praise, they're like, oh, but you don't mean it. Right. <laughs> and I've definitely come across things where like people will be like talking and I'll be like, oh, that's like so amazing. Like you should keep that up. Like, please don't make like the decisions mm-hmm. that the rest of us are making or have mm-hmm. made. Right. And but they're like and then they just like kind of like get awkward and they're like and they like don't think that you actually mean it, even mm-hmm. though you do. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing from temptation that um, has got to be one of the worst feelings I've ever felt would be like the guilt and shame that Mm -hmm. comes directly after. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're just like, oh, this is awesome. Because the temptations of this world are, feel, appear amazing to this world. But when you put them on a holy level, they, they aren't, but... I feel like when we're in it, we're on, like, we're at a worldly place. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I kind of get to that, oh, this this was wrong. Oh, this isn't what the Bible told me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get brought back to, like, the reality of Christianity and my own beliefs. And it's just an overwhelming amount of guilt. And, like, you can't take it back. And I think at those points, it's so easy to, like, spiral into, like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, like a God saw what I just did. Like he's probably looking down on that and being like, mm, mm. you shouldn't have done that. And like, I like, he may disagree with that, but like he may disagree with your actions, but like God is a, our God is a God of love and like mm-hmm. compassion and mercy. Yeah. And like, it's so easy to forget that. Cause like we don't see him, but mm. he forgives us of everything. And like, even when we do mess up, like he's, he's got it. And I feel like we forget like when we do fall into guilt and especially into shame that like when it spirals down and down and down and down, um, it just turns into something negative. Mm-hmm. Which like, so this past weekend we all went to an event <laughs> with where Abby's going next year. So I can explain a little bit. So the thing was called carry the love. It's through an organization called circuit riders, um, which is actually the organization that I'm going to be partnering with next year. Um, instead of going to college. Um, so they, what they do is you get trained like for three months and you get sat on on tours um, uh, to a region. And so uh, one of the tours came to Indiana. Uh, it was Friday, I believe. Oh, it was mm-hmm. this Saturday, Saturday, my bad. Um, and they had a, a small worship night, worship and word. And then it was a lot of like training on how to mm-hmm. sp- spread the gospel and how to speak love over everyone. And um last one it was like the, f- the four r's I oh remember. yeah oh um it was a repent just repent receive <laughs> rebuke <laughs> and replace yes yeah, okay and it was all about like rebuking the sins in your life mm-hmm. so do you want do you, i'll run do you want me to run through it real fast yeah so the first r that we talked about was Repent. Repent. Thank you. So repenting your sins and like going and like talking to people and like basically just bringing them to the light, like going up to a friend or a mentor or your small group and being like, hey, like this is a sin that I am struggling with and I don't want to struggle with it anymore. Um, and then the next one was receive. <laughs> receive. So receiving God's grace and his forgiveness. And I think that can sometimes be one of the hardest things because we feel with the guilt that we feel we're like, we're not worthy of his love. We're not worthy mm-hmm. of his forgiveness. Like we've gone too far. And like, you're, we're not, but 
we have to understand that God is just so such a gracious God that mm-hmm. we have to be willing to receive it. Yeah. Because if we don't forgive ourselves, we can't be forgiven. Yeah, I think one thing that that reminds me of is in November of this past year, our high school ministry did a series called Grace is Greater Than Shame. Mm-hmm. And one of our weeks talked about the little black box. So if you don't know what this is, but the, um, the all planes have a little black box inside of them that have all of the information stored inside of them just in case that plane crashes the box will not break and it makes it easier when they're trying to figure out why that plane crashed but we talked about it in terms of ourselves so we all have a little black box inside of us and it's God's mark on us it's that we were created in his image and anything that we do will not tarnish this box we are always going to be children of God and the truth that he has given us that we were made perfect in his image and he loves us will never change based on what we are any of the things that we have done any of the temptations we have fallen into and so that is just something that i always think of um the next r the third r is rebuke so oh sorry redo (laughs) thought that was going to be my shining moment again to <laughs> tell you what the R was. So that was a really good analogy. I It definitely stuck with me, like, knowing God's salvation that we have. Um, so the next R is rebuke. <laughs> yes. So rebuke. Rebuking is basically, like, we have the authority to, like, say no. Like, we have the decision and rebuking is take making that decision and like taking the sin and saying like you have no hold over me mm-hmm. and just like breaking the chains that are holding us back from being um with God. And the last R replace. So replacing that sin. So taking away that sin allows God to fill our lives um with more with him. Mm-hmm. So getting rid of a temptation, I think often what we do like when we fast we are removing that sin or that that thing that takes so much hold in our life and we're allowing for god to speak into it absolutely yeah i really liked the analogy that they used to the four hours it definitely helps when you're thinking through how to um even i think that they were more talking about it and how to help somebody else who Mm -hmm. has come to you and you can walk them through the four hours but it's also really nice when thinking about temptation that you've fallen into with yourself and just how you can think about it yourself. And if you know the four R's, then you know what you can do to help yourself get through it and turn to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Another thing that they talked about was having a clean break. Clean break! (laughs) Which which I I don't know, like, I had never really thought of it before like that. Yeah, and because I, it's definitely something that I have struggled with having. Yeah, and I think it's so easy to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop doing this thing," but then it's like, yes. it's like it's like a cone effect where it's like, "I'm gonna stop doing it this stop much. doing it this much," and then it's gonna get smaller each time. Mm-hmm. But like, the fact is, like, if you keep doing it, you're just gonna keep doing it more. Yes, and yeah. you really have to say, "I'm going to stop," mm-hmm. like a clean dead stop. And yeah, if you cold fail, turkey. And if you fail, okay, stop again. Like, mm-hmm, always yeah. tell yourself, this yeah. is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Or else you're just going to fall back into that mm-hmm. rhythm of, like, I'm yeah. doing it again and doing yeah. it again and doing it again. I think one of the hardest things with that is, even if you keep doing it, I've noticed one thing that I do is I'm, like, 
well, what's the, like, I keep breaking this promise to God that I'm making and then I get Mm -hmm. mad at myself and that's even more guilt and shame that I'm feeling. Well, I do this, like, as in, like, a super simple analogy. I do this, like, when I clean my room. I'm like, oh my goodness, my room has gone too far. And then I just, like, (laughs) never clean it. Or, like, even with my Mm -hmm. car, I'm like, my car's gone too far. I may as well just, like, leave it be. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, is the same way with, like, how we treat temptation and especially sin. Because, like, you're like, oh, my goodness, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much. Like, it's too much to clean up by myself. And then Mm -hmm. you don't let God help you take care of it. And then it just, it starts to, like, snowball on itself and gets even more, even more of, like, piles of clothes, piles Mm -hmm. of things. And just, like, it's, like, piles of sin that, like, it feels like you're never going to be able to get through. But if you really, really, really put your heart into it, God will help you get through it. Yeah, like I, you have you have to commit. Like a, it's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. Clean, clean, clean break. Yeah, I think that an analogy. This was used in a different scenario, but we had a sermon, and it was over the summer, and we had a turning points series at our church, and they were talking specifically about marriage, and they were just talking about like arguments and how every time that you have a disagreement or an argument, it builds a brick, and there's like a wall that starts building, and I think that that kind of reminds me of what we were talking about not with the arguments part but as you start going through and your more things are piling up and you just have to work with God and you're not supposed to do it alone you're supposed to work with others mm-hmm. but as you start taking those bricks off one by one it makes yeah. it easier as you get yeah. down to the bottom yeah. of the wall yeah which I guess we didn't really talk about this but setting up like accountability is one of like mm. the most important steps of yeah. Yeah. Of stopping the temptations and saying no the temptations because when you are maybe alone or in that group that that falls into that temptation so easily that like just the environment that you cannot say no to. Um, right. Having that person that is holding you accountable who you can go talk to before. Yeah. When you are feeling the temptations, you're like, this is getting so overwhelming. I can't do it on my own Mm -hmm. and allow them for them to help you and walk you through it and take you through it. Exactly. And even like uh, being able to talk to that person after without Mm -hmm. any feeling of they're going to judge me for this. Oh my goodness. I'm such an awful person. Like that complete trust of like, they already know you and they Mm -hmm. already know your temptations and like the struggles you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're going to help you walk through that and like like uh unclutter everything and just like lay it out for what it is i think there's so much like build up that gets tossed in with like sin and there's so much shame that surrounds it and they're like oh what are other people gonna think and like how is this gonna make me like what is my this gonna do to my reputation if this gets out and i think Mm -hmm. if you really 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 if you trust one person and you just lay it out for what it is it becomes so much easier to understand and comprehend and Mm -hmm. like break it down yeah i think that's so important especially the part of somebody that you know that isn't going to judge you and i think that that can be the person that like say you're with your friends and you all decide to go to a party and then you get there and you're like oh i really shouldn't be here this is i'm gonna fall into temptation i'm gonna do things that Mm -hmm. i don't want to that can be the person that you call and say hey can you come and pick me up and it might be a person that they're like okay no questions asked and if you want to talk about it like let's talk about it and we can go through this together yes well, that was a great talk. I definitely took something out of it. I hope you guys took something out of it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so glad you guys decided to listen. We hope that you come and listen next week. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.